Welcome to Modern Day Abigails, a women's outreach of Calvary Chapel Pearland. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform, and where we can become the women God created us to be. I would, I fell under my parents' rules, you know, I would, I don't know, if, if I did go out, which was rarely, and if I did, was out with, with my brother and his wife, until I met Ray, right? you know, and even when I went out with Ray, a lot of times Steve would go with us, but right. sometimes Steve would be so cute, don't you want to go by yourself? Go, go be by yourself. He needed a break. <laughs> he needed a break. <laughs> and so, you know, we would be respectful, what time do I need to be home? Right. You know, yeah, I was grown, but I fell in that order. Mm-hmm. Why? It was a happier, it was a more harmonious now i had mood swings and i was very moody and and i i needed to change my diet and didn't know it and so i would have you know spurts of just you know meltdowns but my parents would just you know give me my space let me have my meltdown you know grown woman having a meltdown but you know sometimes i did and they'd give me my space and let me have my meltdown did they still love me yeah they give up on me no they i mean i couldn't tell you how many times they probably were thinking but i'd help cook i'd help clean yeah, we had a, we we did our functions. Why? Because God had an order. And we already talked about Esther and yeah, Abigail there. Doing your part. Yeah. Do you have any comments before we kind of go to the next section? Um, no. All right, well, let's we, do it. You okay keeping going? Yeah. Okay. What time? Yeah, let's do it. All right, because. Uh oh. You tell me. What? Do we need to stop? What are we at the end? Uh, we're going to go talk about order in the workplace. Oh no! Okay, let's go for it. Okay, and then we can do love another time. Yeah, let me, okay. let me see if I got some notes on. Because oh, uh, we actually, there is an order in the workplace. And I'll tell you what, I've had a harder time with an order in the workplace than probably did at home. <laughs> because I probably, in my t- I've had what I call real jobs that I've stayed at forever. Mm-hmm. Um, probably two jobs in 26 years. And I've had a lot of supervisors, which is really dumb sounding. But I've probably had at least 12, 13, 14 supervisors in two jobs. So I've got to meet a lot of different people different very different styles of managing and some i got along great Each with one's probably different. some i did not some i forgot i even had a manager because they were so obscure that they didn't care what i did as long as i got the job done i rarely saw them I had some that were like right over my shoulder and looking at them like what are you doing <laughs> i know how to do my job some of, well some of them it's like i know how to do my job and i was like I know how to do your job. Why? Why are you here? I know how to do yours. And that, that took some humbling. When you have a supervisor and you know how to do their job and they're oh, telling you what to do. Right. And you're just sitting there going. Ugh. Um, okay. So I have. Um, all right. So I've got just a few little pointers mm-hmm. that and it's all about the marriage. So before we go oh, on good. to the work, let's do let's do um, it's probably just recapping. Okay. Okay, so um, what I do have is, um, and I'm just going to start at the beginning. It's only half a page. Um, Things that are submission is not, and you've already talked about some of this. Um, What submission is not, it's not being a doormat. It's not bowing down in a subservient 
position going, oh, master, oh, master. Right. It's not kissing anybody's feet. It's not allowing yourself. This is important. If you want to kiss your husband's feet, that's between you two, and we don't need to know about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. please don't write us and tell us. It's okay. Do what you're going to do. But it's not like um, like a master. Right. Um, what do you call it? Master servant mm-hmm. thing. Um, it's also super important not allowing yourself, just like you said, to be abused or hurt. Right. That is not submission. Those are the exact opposite of submission. Okay. So one thing is, but it is allowing the husband to, st- and a, that word allowing is used loosely because that doesn't mean they're going to. Right. But still, your job is to still back up and it may take them some practice. Mm-hmm. They may never ha- um, have have learned or been taught how to um, step up and be a husband. Hey, sometimes it's just easier not to. Yeah. Sometimes it, they just totally don't want to because they're like, hey, I don't want yeah. extra work. Yeah. I mean, you're doing a great job being both the husband and the wife. Right. So go for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is where we step back. So, so, but allowing the husband to step up and be a man and a godly husband is done completely out of respect for God mm-hmm. and the husband for right. both. Um, and one thing that we, we don't as wives realize is that the man, the husband, he has a huge, huge weight as we see in Mm -hmm. here. God puts it on him. Yeah. Because, um, Adam didn't take responsibility. Okay. But a, a man who's in God's order, they have a huge weight on their shoulders to do the things that God said to do. Our job is to help him do that by allowing him to make the decisions that the Lord told him to make. Right, right. You know, they can't make the decisions that the Lord told them to make if we take charge and make them on our own. And sometimes, hey, you know what? Sometimes you have to wait. You know, if you ask something and they don't, you do. You know, just wait it out. Yeah. You know, I have never seen. You might not get an answer that day. Hey, here's the thing. What if they don't do it? I've never seen the world end. Right. <laughs> okay. I have never seen that happen. You know, I've, I've heard stories where, you know, a, a bill didn't get paid and the wife's all mad. Well, did your world end? Did you take care of it anyway? Just pay the bill. Yeah. So what? Accidents happen. Don't yeah. let the enemy do that. And that's what the enemy's going to go. Husband's going to make a mistake and the wife's going to go in and the enemy's yep. going to go See, to the wife. See, I told you so. Yep. You need to do something about it because yeah. he's obviously not doing it. Right. And that's where the enemy's, instead, that's when you step back and you're like, you know what, honey, that's okay. It's okay. You know what? Man was like, Bill, and you can't paint until the next day. Have a candlelight dinner. I don't know. I'm just saying it. <laughs> right, right. I'm just saying it. If don't. it's a weekend, hey, yeah. take a vacation. Go get a hotel room. Well, I mean, and if you can't, <laughs> just make, do what you can. Yeah. thing is, is don't let the enemy win. Right. If you get mad and angry, the enemy wins. And I told you so. I told right. you. Well, you know what? That was a good lesson for the husband. He right. probably will never allow that to happen again. Exactly. And you need to let him learn right. from the consequences the Lord is showing mm-hmm. him. It is not your duty to give him yeah. the consequences. And it may not even been his fault. It could have been that he paid it and somebody didn't do their job right. right. On the other side. Absolutely. The thing is, is, is the, like you're saying, the whole main point is don't let enemy have it. Don't right. let Satan have it. Right. You know what? Mistakes do get made. Yep. It's okay. If you want someone to be gracious to you when you make a mistake, be gracious first. Exactly. And that's what a lot of wives, and I hear it all the time. Well, if he would have just done it my way. But you know what? Who says your way is the best way? Exactly. Who says your way was right? Exactly. Uh, if the Lord isn't the one giving you the instructions, then it isn't your way. Right, right. And maybe you do have more, um, uh, um, what do you call it? Not examples, but... Maybe experience. You, experience. Maybe you do have experience, but that's okay. Back up. It's okay. 
Well, you had to learn it at some point. Let him learn it as well. If he wants to take it over, you know, that was one of the things was when we got, uh, Ray and I got married, he wanted to do all the bills. Okay. Knock yourself out. (laughs) You want all the bills? Go for it. Love it. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Exactly. And that's okay. There might've been mistakes made. I don't know. Yeah. And if something doesn't get paid, well, then that's on him. Right. I wasn't worried. It's not your job to say, see, I'm not allowed to do the bills, so we don't have electricity right now. Yeah, exactly. And I, no, I, no, 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 no. That's not how that works. You know. He probably will pay better attention next time. Let yeah. him make mistakes. Yeah. We all have to make mistakes. I don't know. I was like, I don't know if Ray ever has done it. If he did, I never found out. And it's okay if yeah. I never found out. This other couple, it, it tore up their marriage for like days. Like, why? Why let the enemy have it? Right. There's no reason. Um, Plug somebody. It didn't kill somebody. That's a whole different story. Right. Be a whole different situation. So, oh, okay. So. Well, let's talk about that for a minute. What? Talk about Sometimes what? parents do do something. Somebody dies because of it. Does that give any right? Give like, me an example. Parents do do something and somebody dies. Sometimes a parent dies. accidentally rolls over a baby while oh. they're sleeping and oh. the baby dies. Yeah. Is that an excuse to get mad and angry? Total accident. Yeah. Most of the time it's accident. Could have easily been the other spouse. Exactly. Just it as easily. Ter- and it's a terrible, horrible time. Yes. But that's the la- that's that's when you can't let the enemy in. That's a time when you two need to be even closer together. Right. That's when you see that forgiveness because anybody can cause an accident. Anybody. Petrified that of, of an accident that mm-hmm. it's going to result in somebody dying. Mm-hmm. It scares me to death. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing is, is if you have had something like that and we're speaking to somebody who's been in a bad situation, you need to forgive your spouse. They didn't want to do it any more than they wanted it to happen. Right. You have to forgive and let it go because otherwise the enemy just dominates it. Mm-hmm. And who, who, where's the peace in that? And believe me, they are living with enough guilt yes. without you helping. Yeah. All right. So if we're speaking to somebody, them up even more. Give, give grace, give forgiveness. Yeah. And even if it's because they did something stupid. Mm-hmm. There's still grace and forgiveness because we've all done something stupid. Right. Sometimes it doesn't land us in jail or land us a death, but it could have. Absolutely. So, you know, I remember one time driving into a parking lot. I was going a little bit too fast. And the kid, uh, this kid almost ran out, but the dad stopped it. The dad got mad at me and I'm thinking, well, you should have had better control of your kid. But mm-hmm. the thing is, is I shouldn't have been going that fast. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to cross the street. Mm-hmm. But I think about that. And that was probably 25 years ago. And I can still see it today because what if that kid did run? What if I did hit that kid? Yes. I, you know, I would have been, I wouldn't be here today. Right. So I'm just saying there has to be some forgiveness and we have to be cautious. So anyway, (laughs) what else do you got for us, Joanna, before we go to the next subject, not subject, go to the next section. It won't be as long because pretty much we've covered everything. It's just, I want to do a little bit about, you know, being under authority in the workplace. Yeah. Sorry, I was choking to death. Um, if okay. you're really choking to death, I would have stopped and, you know, <laughs> the heim- or the abdominal thrust or whatever they call that word now. Oh, please don't. I was trying not to cough in the mic. Okay. Because I don't know. What, I've done it once. What that would have done. We would have gotten a lecture. I would have gotten a lecture from Ray because um, they would have seen the spike. He would have recorded. Yes, he would have. That's Mike too, right? <laughs> okay. okay, so I want to talk about the voice of the wife right. for real quick. Um, the gentle, quiet spirit is not saying "shut up" and don't say a word. Right. That's not um, 
that's not what that's saying is that we do have a voice. We do have opinions. We do have solutions and we do get to offer some great advice. But then the Lord says that it's up to the husband to take all that in, Mm -hmm. to process it, pray about it, get God's wisdom over it and make a decision. Because here's the thing. Um, I remember one time Ray was having to make a decision in the church and I, I didn't, I might have talked about this before, and I didn't necessarily agree with it at first. I was like, I don't know if that's the right way of going it. And I remember hearing the Lord go, do you trust me that I hear your prayers? I'm like, what? Do you trust me that I hear your prayers when you pray for your husband's wisdom and discernment? Oh, ouch. Yes, sir. Yes, I remember that conversation vividly. Yeah, it's like, okay, Lord. Uh, So I, I pray for the wisdom and discernment. I pray for the situation, and I let it go. Right. It's no longer my deal. Right. And that's your job. Yep. Pray. I just pray for that Mm -hmm. because it it may not have been at this particular time to give advice or solution. That's where we have to to learn the wisdom of the Lord and get his guidance because that's our job, too. The husband has to get his guidance. We got to get ours for two different reasons. And here's the thing. You're like, well, my husband's not a Christian. Uh, How many times in the Bible have you seen God? Tell the enemy who doesn't believe in him what he's going to exactly do and how he's going to do it, where he's going to do it, and when he's going to do it. That doesn't stop God. You think Pharaoh really consulted the Lord about going through across the river when he got his whole army had the, you know, no, the Lord told him exactly where to go, Mm -hmm. when to go, how to go, and where he was going to be. Right. And the Pharaoh didn't believe in God. Nope. Even though he saw everything that God did, he still went against them. Experienced it. Yeah, experienced it. Like firsthand. Yeah. Yeah. We had 10 plagues. Right. He still didn't listen. Not so at all. just because your husband doesn't believe or doesn't mean God can't speak to him. God is going to speak to him. He just doesn't going to realize what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Like we say that all the and time. The Lord doesn't the have Bible. to tell you what him and your mm-hmm. husband talk about. No. He doesn't have to tell, tell you at all. about that. I was like, dang. Exactly. Um, so then my next point is that, again, um, after he prays about, after your husband prays about it and makes a decision, and this goes right back to what we were talking about, if he chooses wrong. If he chooses wrong, that's on him. Mm-hmm. It's not on us. Don't blame him. Right. And that's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure for a man to have to make the final decision. Right. We think it's not, but it really, really is. Because if he if he decides wrong, if he makes the wrong decision, it affects, just like you said, it affects everybody. But you know what? If you forgive him and you don't let it bother you the next time, it's not going to be so much pressure on him. Right. And he might make a mistake again, but it's like, right. oh, well. Yeah. And then okay. pretty soon, he's not going to have that extra pressure. Right. And he's going to make good decisions because he's not going to have that extra pressure. He already has enough pressure. He doesn't need the pressure right. from us as well. Exactly. He just doesn't. Um, so our job is to be um, patient, mm-hmm. respectful, supportive, and not nagging or criticizing if he makes a wrong choice. Right. Um, just the same as we would want him to have the same respect for us if we mess up or we choose right. wrong, Adam, which we do yeah. all the time. Adam messed up. He even blamed his wife. But guess what? Exactly. They work it out. Um, and so what I have here, I'm sorry, one second. <coughs> Goodness. So um, the husband is not going to choose right every time, just like we talked about. And, and neither do the wives. <laughs> neither do we. Not at all. I don't. I I choose wrong all the time, but it is our job to offer things, Mm -hmm. suggest things, and then step back and let him do 
his job. And, this yeah. is the meshing. This is the teamwork. All right. But don't let the enemy tell you differently. Don't let the enemy try to tell you that's because you're dumb. Don't let the enemy t- tell you because you're an idiot. Now, there are some men who might be thinking that. You're not. <laughs> you're not. They might think it, but you're hey, not. There's some women who think that about their husbands. Yes, that's true, too. That's right? true, too. It, that's I'm our just, flip side yeah, to that. There is a flip side to that. I'm just saying that, you know, your reaction makes the difference. It does. You know, we saw how Adam and Eve didn't handle it well, didn't we? Not at all. Adam blamed the wife. Wife, wife blamed the serpent. He's like, that's it. You know what? Yeah. He, God's like, all of you in trouble. Right? <laughs> all, right. All of you are. Yeah. No one's getting out of this. <laughs> all of exactly. you. Exactly. And, and then, and that's where we start. So the thing is, is forgive. We're going to talk about that. Like I said, we won't do it on this session. We mm-hmm. will come back to another session about okay. love. But when you truly love somebody, this is going to make more sense. Exactly. And uh, so one of the last points that I have is blessing your husband in such a way um, as being supportive and mm-hmm. and um, respectful is um, in turn blesses you. Yes. You get yeah. to reap those rewards of, mm-hmm. of being blessed. Yes. And so the, and the Lord wants, uh, wants to bless us. Right. Um, we are also always supposed to act in a way that is ble- that makes us blessable. Right. We're always supposed to be acting in a way that blessings al- mean happiness. Yeah. That Lord allows the Lord to bless us because he doesn't reward bad behavior. No, he does not reward bad behavior. Um, and so one other thing I just wanted to say this is because and I see this all the time and it literally makes me want to, I'm sorry, slap the wife. Oh, it makes me want to slap the wife when I see wives in public and I have, Oh yes. And I can't, I can't say, um, who does this because they'll know exactly who I'm talking about. Um, if they ever hear this, but, um, they belittle their yes, husband. I've seen it. They, in the tur- um, I've seen it in the church. Exactly. And I saw this one belittle her mm-hmm. husband in front of me and I'm like, yeah, I didn't know what to do at that point. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh my goodness, you just insulted your husband in front of me in the church. We're not supposed <laughs> to be doing that in private either. No, we shouldn't be doing it in private, not but especially all. not in a. You, you're saying you're <laughs> just one look at him like, do you not read the Bible? Do you not realize the damage you're doing? Yeah, you just wow, you're wow, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There are no words, you exactly. know. So things that we uh, okay, so. Um, In public. We're not supposed to do this yeah, in public well, and private. I, what I wrote here is that things that we are not to do to our husband to put him in mm-hmm. his place. Right. To control him right. or control the situation, which we love to mm-hmm. do. Women are fixers. We like to fix the situation, control the situation, well, back to what take God, charge, get it done. God said, that's what we're going to try to do. We're going to try to take his place. Exactly. And but yet we're not going to do that. So we like to nag. We like to belittle. We like to berate. We like to force them. We like to blackmail them. We like to trick them or we just flat out bypass him and do it behind his back. Right. Right. Oh, I had a friend who used to always send me these uh, male bashing emails. And I finally said, look, uh, I don't like your male bashing jokes. Right. I don't want to see them or hear them anymore. Right. You know, because it's not appropriate. Exactly. I got a lot of good men in my family. Exactly. And if I see it, if I see it on Pinterest, something to do with men, I, I, I don't want to see it. I can't stand shows where yeah. the wife is constantly, uh, one, she's in charge. Right. And two, she makes her husband look like a complete yeah, I idiot. I stand that. Or, um, and they're the same ones who watch Braveheart and want a man like that. Exactly. Like, girl, if you had a man like that, you'd 
Well, if it's been backed up on you, the other li- way. Yeah, I'll say you wouldn't have liked how you've been treated if you'd done that back exactly. then. Exactly. You know. There's, it, I always find that funny. You know, on the one hand, the woman wants being in trouble, but the other hand, she wants this. Well, that's because she has an imbalance because she doesn't understand order. She doesn't understand how God created us mm-hmm. to be different. Not because one's better than the other. Not because you know it, we're not capable, but because there's like I said, we yeah. want to be a good soup, and it takes the mixture. And it takes proper preparation. And so that's why the woman is so confused and she goes both ways or, you know, both ways as in, I want my, I want to tell my husband what to do, but I want a, a big burly man over here that the big, you know, hunk over here who, who can right. protect me. Well, he can too, if you'll let him. You're not, yeah, you're the problem in the way. Is you're not letting him. No. So why, so why should he even bother? And then you make fun of him or berate him and, because he's not. And he's definitely not going to be interested in you. Exactly. And, and he's like, why would I bother? And here, here's the other thing, ladies. When he does find a, guy, a girl who talks nicely to him, what do you think is going to happen? What do you, yeah, exactly. What do you think is going to happen? Mm-hmm. And you then know. you're shocked that there's an affair. Right, exactly. Now, and it can go by both ways. I've seen some men treat their wives terribly the way mm-hmm. they talk to them. Mm-hmm. I've yep. seen it before, and it makes me so irritated. Right. Because of the way they'll put their wives down mm-hmm. in front of other men. I especially see it like usually when a guy wants to show off in front of his friends. Uh, they'll, 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 they'll treat their wives a certain way. Yeah. And it's like, and I don't think, yeah. honestly, a lot of times, and I probably the other way too, they don't realize it. I don't think they really realize what they're doing. And so um, that might take some gentle uh, discussion if you can. Right. You know, it's, hey, look, this is what you said, and this is why it, this really hurt my. Don't get upset. Don't cry. Don't yell. Just say, right. look, this is what was said. Have it a rational really, conversation. Yeah, it really hurt my feelings when you did that. Mm-hmm. Now, they might try to say, um, you know, I didn't do that or. You know, they might try to make excuses. Just let it go mm-hmm. and say, okay, you know, and, and just forgive them, love them. And guarantee them. they'll pay attention next time as they soon usually, as they do most it. Most of the time, it's been, in, it's been in what I've seen, they usually pay attention the next time. Yep. Yep. You know, they may not take it well when you first discuss it, but they, the next time. Right. They'll do something about it. Um, so uh, I just want to briefly talk about this because we do have to have a, a certain order in the workplace. And the Lord said, this is why. And we're going to look at it in Ephesians 6, starting at verse 5. Bond servants, be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling and sincerity, sincerity of a heart as, as to Christ. Now, I am not saying become a snob and saying, well, I'm doing it for the Lord. I'm doing it for the Lord. And acting like you're making the biggest sacrifice because I've been there, done that. The Lord sees through that. The Lord will not honor that. I know that one for firsthand. And it's not talking, and we're not talking about a doormat again. We're not talking about abuse again. What he's saying is you treat your supervisor as over you. And and it may not be a good supervisor, maybe a terrible one, maybe Mm -hmm. a good one. Because he said in verse six, not with the eye service as man pleasers, but as bond servants of Christ doing the will of God from the heart. God might have you put there to show him the gospel message. Yep. Most likely you're going to have a really terrible boss because you're there to teach the gospel message with your actions, not necessarily your words, Mm -hmm. how you handle things, how you reply back. That was one of the biggest troubles I had to learn when I had a terrible supervisor is figuring out how to represent Jesus without having crying, without yelling, and without quitting. I almost quit three times with one of my supervisors. 
You may be the only Jesus they yes, see. Yes, exactly. And they need to see your action. I did have finally a terrible supervisor one day look at me. And he goes, I'm going to go to church with my family because I see something different in you. I don't think he paid attention, but he did at least acknowledge he did see something different. Yeah. And um, that was only the Lord. Verse 7 says, um, Ephesians 6, 7 says, with goodwill doing service as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is slave or free. And you masters do the same thing to them, giving up a threatening, knowing that your own master also is in heaven and there is no partiality with him. So the Lord's saying, look, the ma- th- your boss is not better than you. You are not worse than your supervisor. That supervisor is there with this responsibility. They're actually supposed to protect you. And I've, I've learned that more. I have a, I've had a supervisor who is really protective and, and gets in between me and somebody else. If there's a problem, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll get in, in between and say, hey, I got this. I'm going to take care of this because right. this is not the way. I had one of my coworkers do that one day. They didn't like the way I was being spoken to by another coworker. I just figured I just figured out somebody just needed some extra sleep. Um, I, I was thinking in mom ways. I'm like, man, somebody needs a nap. Uh, but my coworker took it and, and took it to another level because it's, it's like, this is not appropriate. And I really appreciated that I've had supervisors get in between. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Lord is saying here. He's saying, you know, if you're a supervisor, you should be treating your employees very well because God's treating you very well. Exactly. And he's saying that, look, you may have a bad uh, boss, but you're supposed to represent me because you're actually working for me. I have you there doing my job. I need you to work there for me. Yes, I have you here, but that's where that order is. It's not because, and I had, and then it took me a long time to learn that my supervisor wasn't better than me, or it wasn't about who knew what more. It was about who had the responsibility. And the, and the longer I stayed in one of my positions, the more I realized I am so glad they have that responsibility. And I don't. Right. Cause I don't want that. Right. And they wound up with it. So, you know, and that's why I just kind of wanted to work it out that even you're like, well, I'm not married. Well, it, it replies plus to anybody mm-hmm. being in proper order whether you're married or single whether you you live alone or with a whole bunch of people there even in homes where y- you have multiple families there is an order you work it out like i said when i moved back in with my parents we worked it out my, my mom didn't like family meeting exactly well my mom didn't like cooking she did it she just didn't like, enjoy it mm-hmm. i liked cooking mm-hmm. but she didn't she liked cleaning we had it worked out perfect. I'd cook, she cleaned. Yep. In fact, I didn't realize how much she really did until I got married. And then I looked at my kitchen mess and I'm like, oh, crap, I need my oh, mom. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> need my mom. She always cleaned. I didn't realize how messy I was until yep, I learned finally. From, up. I'd learned how to clean and cook at the same time. Right. That was, that was devastating for me. I bet it was. <laughs> I'm just sitting here shaking my head like, yes. But that's, but that's what I'm saying is even whether it's in work or at the home, um, Two weird. words for you, Anna. Take out. Take out. You know, <laughs> I make a big mess. Door dash. With, I, okay, that's creepy. I don't know why. I don't know if I can do door dash. But I have gotten like things to go. And somehow I still have a big mess. Even I'm like, how do I have such a big mess and it's to go? I live alone and I have no idea why I always have a sink full of dishes. And I use paper plates. That is a good question. Yeah, that is a good question. I don't know. Oh, that's, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, I really do. I'm gonna I'm gonna just kind of leave it with this verse because I, I think it's, it kind of sums it all up. And we're about done. Well, y'all won't know it because Ray's gonna break all this up. Right? Yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all won't know, know we're about is, done. Yeah, you won't know. You will. You're like, oh, about done. But um, you won't know that until like episode four. 
Philippians 2, starting at 1. Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Doesn't that sound like being one flesh? Yes, it does. I and was going to say that's good representation. And even if, it, like I said, in a work situation, you know, do what you can to love your fellow coworkers. Yeah. Even the unlovable ones. Be your, do your part to be part of the well-oiled machine. Exactly. Do your part. Of the working cause. Exactly. In ver- uh, Ephesians 2 verse 3, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. This is a marriage, people, also. This Mm -hmm. is whether you're single or married. This is how it's supposed to be with each other. In verse 4, let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also in the interest of others. In verse 5, let this... Wait a minute. It is not always about you. I know. Contrary to all the... The shows you watch. Me, 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 me. Oh, my favorite ads is, is the car show, the car ads that go, you deserve it. And I just want to go, why? Why do I deserve Have you ever noticed that they all say you deserve it, but they never tell you why you deserve it? Right. Because they don't know either. No. They're just trying to convince you you should get it out of selfishness. Sure. sure. Um, in for, uh, Ephesians 2, 5, let this mind be in you, which all, was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. So even Jesus was obedient and a bondservant. Yet he was king of kings. He is king of kings and lord of lords. Amen. He is God himself. And yet? And yet he humbled himself for us. He's not do he didn't he's not asking us to do something that he didn't already do. Yeah. If Jesus who is king can humble himself for mm-hmm. us, why can't we be nice to the next person next to us who drives mm-hmm. us insane? Yep, or a husband. Or a husband. Yeah. Or a, a child or, yeah. you know, I'm sorry, not all parents. Our parents. Sometimes children are very different from you. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to be, get along with your child because they're so mm-hmm. different from mm-hmm. you. Yep. But you know what? Humble yourself. Verse 9. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him, Jesus, and given him the name which is above every name. So Jesus is above us. Amen. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. And those of those in heaven and those on earth and those under the earth, the enemy will bow to Jesus. Amen. He has no power. If the power he Sick. gets comes from us. Yep. We're the ones who give him the power. Yeah. He really has no power. Not at all. He can't do anything without the Lord's permission. Exactly. So quit giving him power. Quit giving him the tools and the power. And to uh, destroy you. Yeah, exactly. And then destroy your marriage. Yeah. Uh, Philippians 2.11 and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. This all rolls up into love. Order is about getting the job done while protected and doing it in a loving manner, which we will be on our next episode about love. You got anything? got anything, Joanna? No, I think I have um, said everything that I could think about concerning this. Well, I want to give the gospel message. Because there might be somebody Mm -hmm. listening who has no idea how to know who Jesus is. 
our sin separated us. The Bible says that for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And like you said earlier, the wages of sin is death. We deserve death. We earn death. But the gift, something we can't buy or get, is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. So sin separated us because of the fall of Adam and Eve. Sin separated us. And God said, I know you can't do it, but I can. And Jesus came down and said, I can do it. And he went to the cross for us to make us to make a bridge between us and the Lord by dying, being that sacrifice. We thought it was bad enough that God had to kill the animals to give clothes to Adam and Eve. But but that was that had to be done. And so God said that he gave his son to be a sacrifice for us so that all we have to do is receive it. And then after Jesus died, three days later, he rose again, defeating death. If you confess with the mouth the Lord Jesus, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart he was raised from the dead, you will be saved. So if you're if you're listening and you want to contact us, at the end of the program, it'll tell you how to contact us. We'll talk to you about it if you need talking. But we are, Jesus is saying, look, I got you. All you have to do is receive me. So, Father God, Holy One of Israel, the great I am, maker of heaven and earth, we thank you for this lesson and order. We thank you for helping us to keep tools, to keep us from giving the tools to the enemy. We thank you for helping us to learn and work together with the people around us in love. And that, Lord, you're not saying that one is better than the other or someone can do something and someone can't and it's not capable. But you're saying, Lord, I want you to be together to work together for protection and in order. Because, Lord, our fight is with the enemy, not with each other. So we thank you, Lord, for your protection. We thank you for loving us and showing us. And, Lord, for those who have a bondage or those who are um, trapped or created these walls, Lord, we're asking you to break through, to get rid of their chains, their bondage, their walls. And, Lord, help them to walk in your light. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. And thank you. We really hope you enjoyed the show. Bye. Thank you for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encourage you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over. Music.